Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Hello, OTCers. Man, last week felt it wasn't the most exciting. It felt like um like the OTC took a dose of melatonin. It felt like it the OTC was asleep. And I don't know if there's an exact reason why. You no, know, maybe it was because it felt like every financial news station, C E uh, what is it, C N B C um Fox News, they always spent a lot of time talking about the threat of recession, the the threat of a bear market. Um, which typically don't impact the OTC. The OTC kind of has its own roots in how I play. Uh, maybe it was just the, that, maybe it's just that the quality of companies in the OTC realize that fluff news and updates don't work anymore. Yeah, it may cause a temporary spike, but the gains aren't going to sustain. And so there's really no value in putting out fluff news. Maybe the stocks that are considered garbage in the OTC realize there's no value in putting out fluff news because those days of pretty much putting out fluff news cause a spike then dilute are pretty much over. So paying to put out PRs that really don't bring out any value in my personal opinion now now harm companies. So saying this out loud when I think about it maybe last week Feeling like a sleeper wasn't that bad after all. You know, to be honest, with all this dullness that happened last week, whenever it does happen, you know, regardless if it's a week or a few days, I like to actually use that time to study, work on things that I might not be as strong in or might not use as often. So during the dull time, I actually took time to study or actually, I took some stock courses, paid a couple of dollars, took some courses just to fine tune my skills, work on some other avenues in uh, trading and enhance my abilities. No one knows everything about the stock market. No matter how much people try to seem like they know, they don't know everything. So you continually to find ways to learn and push yourself is always important. It comes with the territory of... Uh, of being a better version of you. Like you can't just think one style, one method is going to always work. It can always, being consistent does matter, but to feel like no matter the market certainty and uncertainty, it will always work. It might be fool's gold. So when we have those times of dullness, I, I like to personally use that as a time to continue to work on my skill set. But even with that being said, Moni, M-O-N-I, finally gave us a target, a solid timeline. Uh, they started their countdown, their launch to some things that they have been working on. And and I'm excited. Uh, and I think maybe I should just do an episode dedicated to Moni and just talk about the journey, why I'm excited, and most of all, the evolution of it and what's to come. Now, I'm not going to spend time just pretty much taking up your day with a whole bunch of just fluff information just to fill the air. So let's just go ahead and get into the recaps of the tickers, the few tickers that they were uh, that moved this past week. 
So diving right into it, let's talk about these small caps. With the small caps, really last week, only one stood out, and that actually happened on Friday, April 22nd. VLON, V-L-O-N, that one actually, they released some, it felt like fluff news, but with penny stocks, fluff news, especially in the small cap pennies, can generate a lot of volume, and generating a lot of volume does have its uh, luxuries because you're able to scalp if you even if you don't get in at the, the the lowest point. So with VLON, volume occurred after the news was released during pre-market. It gave a range of a dollar and twenty cent to about two dollars and forty cents. So that's a whole dollar. So pretty much, if you own ten thousand shares and then moved up a dollar, you just earn yourself ten thousand dollars for simple math. So during market hours. It tested all four support levels that were given during pre-market. So there were a lot of scalp opportunities. Those scalp opportunities ranged from 10 cents to 30 cents. So let's say for the sake of a simple math, you bought 10,000 shares and it moved 10 cents. That's $1,000. You could have sold there, been done for the day, or you can continually have done that throughout the day and made a few more. So that's just things to think about. Even with scalping, you may not get in at the lowest and sell at the highest, but understanding resistance and support, you're able at times to scalp and scalp with minimal risk. So definitely keep that in mind. Don't ever feel like, oh, since it's already moved, I'm not going to touch it when it comes to scalping. Scalping is basically saying you're playing a certain price range you're, you're minimizing your risk because you've identified the support levels and you're planning based on that. Let's dive into the OTC. On Monday, April 18th, GMER moved 47%. The company re- basically released a uh, press release and they announced something major, which was pretty much they had record revenue in 2021. And along with that, they eliminated all outstanding debt. So it sounds like they're, they're, they have they have aligned themselves for a nice 2022 uh, second half of the year. HEME moved 13% as a company just put out an update uh, regarding the canceling of a lot of shares to come. LCLP moved 14% as the company completed eliminating all the convertible debt that they had. And they also decreased the amount of shares that's outstanding. This, from my understanding... And what I read was, it was released in a press release, I believe. This was announced in a press release, if I believe. And and keep in mind, this is a former runner. So whenever they have uh, information out there, it moves nice. And with this one, I think it moved around 147% in a day. So LCLP had a nice move. Tuesday, April 19th, CMGR moved. 28% as a company made announcements of their recent model that they have with their brand joining as an ambassador. KRFG moved 53% or a little over 53, around 54% as a company updated their reporting status. They, they're no longer alternating reporting. They are now officially SEC reporting, which is big. That just gives that extra layer of like, we're a legit company. And many people's eyes. SFIO moved 14. I mean, or SFIO 
moved 44% uh, as they now have ads in Times Square. And it looks like they are positioning themselves for a reverse merger to come soon. PVSP uh, moved 26% as they recently were recognized as the best, one of the best selling independent cannabis uh, businesses by, by MJ Business Magazines. Uh, the company also announced that they are in the final phase of closing out a strategic partnership. So more to come with that, it seems. On Thursday, April 21st, CRSM moved 34.8% as the company put out a tweet just basically indicating that they have a new division of NFT and crypto that's going to be coming, coming soon. Their float is around $175 million. Rounding off the week, Friday, April 22nd, TNBI moved 42%, was a former ticker of the day. This one moved, you know, 42%. Now, it moved on low volume, so I'm not going to act like it was a ton of volume coming in. But when the flow is so low, you don't need a lot of volume for uh, the percentages to jump. So just imagine when a lot of volume do come in on this ticker, how it's going to move. With that said, I think their court date is this week. So if that's the case and, uh, and it's their last court date regarding the custodial ship and what's next, we should start seeing a nice spike. SFLM moved 25% as the company looks to be retiring about 300 million shares. So that's a nice, nice amount of shares being retired. And along with that, they had about 330,000 in sales on their last auction just pa- that happened just this past Thursday. And then riding off uh, Friday, IGEX moved 31% as a company put out a tweet indicating they have a 8K coming out. They also plan on updating news on their merger and acquisitions that they have been working on. So that rounds off you know, what moved the previous week or what stood out and the catalyst behind that. Moving on, ticker of the day. Now, this ticker has a LOI, and I think it's set to complete this upcoming week, the last week of April. Their OS is around 800 million, while their authorized shares, their AS is around 900 million. That's out there. Their unrestricted shares, is as far as being able to be traded, is about 370 million. So it's, it's what people consider a low float. Doesn't look like they have any dilution or any uh, convertible notes coming up. And they recently dropped their filing, so they're in line and and they're working as a legit company. This ticker is ARGQ, ARGQ. Now, when I share this information, it's not to get you to invest in this ticker, it's just to get your, your juices thinking of what to look for when you're doing your own research and your own due diligence. Now, before I conclude today's episode, I do want to leave with those words of positivity. Given how this week felt so dull, I'm not sure if I said this quote or used it before, but it felt like it fit this week. This quote is, in times of uncertainty, do less. So when I hear that, uh, I trade less. I think about, you know, possibly trading less, avoiding, you know, you just want to avoid forcing anything because things are stagnant. Uh, use this time to work on your skill set in a way that when things aren't as stagnant and you, they're not a dull week, you're prepared. 
So if the setup isn't there, you don't force it. And just you can, you're working on continually to grow mentally and get better each and every time. Now, this concludes today's episode. As always, if you can, please rate, write a review of the platform you're listening to allows you to do so. If you have any questions or topic requests, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Again, that is pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Other than that, have a good day and see you later.